I was snapping out Bronx at the old flying U. At 40 a month of plum good buckaroo. Well, the boss comes around and he says, Hey, my lad, hey, my lad. well, you look hey, pretty good riding horses that's bad. Can you pack you the see, I ain't got no more outlaws to break. I but I'll buy you a ticket and I'll give you a steak. It riding <laughs> like a steak and well, a, you a ticket. Slow, and you might I've had a steak at the Flying U. I have, too. Rodeo. I've had a, the best steak ever at the While Silver Dollar. I love the Silver Dollar in Marysville, California, where they got a creepy woman mannequin right above the urinal staring at your wiener. And laughing? Yeah. And how about uh, the Red, uh, what's the other bar? Red Red Hill. Red Hill, that's in Wheatland. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Anyway, sorry, folks. Uh, uh, Welcome back. Another uh, episode of Rump Chat. Um, we are honored to have a guy that we probably should have had on. Well, we did. We did. We did the, the first. Audio the, the the first uh, performance of the NFR, and uh, we were having we did a live Facebook live stuff if you remember, and it was a wreck. Yeah, the audio. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing, so the audio was terrible. So I don't think it ever even aired. No, I, uh, I don't think it did. It it, it should have because our guest uh, is truly talented. In a lot of things, especially heavy uh, heavy machinery, <laughs> and he is probably one of the best motorcycle ramp setter uppers, uh, oh, stock contractor, a- truck driver. Uh, he always has a weird announcer voice. Christmas tree seller. Christmas the roster Christmas corral. Uh, but the one and only my good friend who came here for my 40th birthday party, and then I passed out and <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night. But he's back today. The one and only Reno Rosser, Marysville, California. Hey, hey. And he's a Rump Chat listener because every time that we, <laughs> we, we get criticized. We've, we've said this on the show. Reno's a dick. <clears throat> yes, I am. <laughs> and so every time that he listens to a Rump Chat, he calls Hambone or I to tell us how stupid we are and why that episode sucked. I just think you could do better. <laughs> well, he, he, He's always pushing us. And I appreciate that. Like, you know, but. Like he, this morning, I said. When you called and said, hey, could you come on down and do a rump chat? I go, you got all these great cowboys here. Why? Why me? Well, because you're very interesting. You got Hunter Cure here. Gary Gilbert. Boyd Paul Hemus is outside getting ready for a water balloon fight. We've had that dick on here. We want another dick. All right. That sounded weird the way you said that up. But, but yeah, uh, Dennis... um, our good friend, Dennis the Farmer, Dennis... Uh, Michaels. Dennis Michaels, <laughs> my good friend. Congratulations <laughs> on his uh, new little addition to the And family. he yeah. is a Rump Chat listener, too, and every time he listens to Rump Chat, he sends a deal, hey, really enjoyed the episode, and Reno sends one, man, that really sucked, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> Reno's here, so there's no reason this should be a bad no, it's Rump more Chat. Like, it's more like, I didn't even know Rumford was there. Was he even on the Was he even on the call? Well, dead, the one in Deadwood sucked. And like, because you were yawning like four or five times. I had to hang out you, with the Birches for seven days solid. Yeah, that, that is, that's a little hard. What was the one where you were cleaning your truck the whole time I in wasn't the cleaning the truck. Yes, you were. Oh, maybe I was. It sounded that's horrible. Thank yeah, you. Was, yeah. yeah, it's terrible. So, I mean, all he has to do... His one job on this show is to show up and talk, yeah, talk, talk and he other. can't even get to where he's got signal. Well, he won't uh-huh. even drive fifteen miles. I don't yeah. care. Get to a spot, Jr. Well, let's not let's not just hammer on Jr. Day. I mean, I'm <laughs> it's forty. Not your now. Birth, it's not your birthday anymore. I'm forty yeah. years Welcome old. Welcome back to reality, bitch. We had a great party uh, for my birthday party. All my friends. We did. My best friends were here yesterday afternoon. Oh, okay. Um, it was a good day party. Cody day Johnson party. came to my birthday party. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I told him about the time that I tried to fight Randy Travis, and he thought that was hilarious. Pre-stroke Randy Travis. <laughs> At Austin, Texas, I tried to fight Randy Travis. What happened? I was going to back up the semi to uh, to load after the rodeo, and they had the concert after. And this Randy Travis's security guard goes, hey, you can't back that truck up there because Randy Travis doesn't want to see anybody before he goes to the stage. And I said, I don't want to see Randy Travis. So I'm going to back on up. And he goes, well, what's that mean? I said, Randy Travis sucks. And he said, really? He said, I'll bet you wouldn't tell that to his face. I said, yeah, I would. And guess what? Who walks around the corner? Randy Travis. And you had to double down on it. You just had to keep going, didn't I did. You? So I, go, I said, man, you suck. And he did not take it well. And he kind of yelled back at me. And then Benny came over there. Quit messing with the country star. 
Don't mess with the star. I'm like, screw Randy Travis. I don't give a shit. I'm a rocker through and through. I ain't listen to that bullshit. You know? So, uh, yeah, I tried to fight Randy Travis. and Remember, who was is, who is it in uh, in Albuquerque that year that wouldn't let us on his bus to come have a drink with him? And Barefoot then- Blue Jeans Night Guy. Reno, you should yeah. know that. You no, are no, a, you, we you're played a, on the Mal- he only, He's actually a Malibu owner. Jake Owens. Jake, Jake Owens. Owens. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we sent uh, uh, Rump's wife, Ashley, over in a hot dog scent. <laughs> she knocked on the door. Do you remember that? Yeah, but in, <laughs> in their defense, really, the only country music singer that really lets me party on their bus is Chancey Williams. And I think I lost Kojo. He, he yeah. invited you. You just pissed out. Yeah, but like Chancey, when I partied on his bus in Gooding, that's when I accidentally threw up on his rug, and then I stole the rug because I was embarrassed that I threw up. And uh, so at Cody the other day, I'm like, hey, man, you want to party on your bus? He's like, yeah, we'll probably just sit outside. So That rug really did tie the room together. Yeah, I know, and the worst part is I don't even know where I put it. It says Chancey Williams and the Younger Brothers Band, and it's awesome. And I'm a huge fan, so I feel like a huge douche for trying to drink six gallons of whiskey. And I was writing the song. That's where I wrote the Bobby Marriott song. Was on have you heard the bus. Bobby Marriott song? I think so. There's a man that we all know. You may have seen him at the rodeo. It's Bobby Marriott. Bobby Marriott. He just does what he loves <laughs> in his brand new leather gloves. It's Bobby Marriott. Bobby Marriott. He'll rope a calf, rope a steer, give you a hug, buy you a beer. It's Bobby Marriott. Bobby Marriott. He drives a big white Chevy truck. And if you don't like him, that sucks. Because <laughs> we all love Bobby Marriott. I told I told that to Chancey, and he was like, "We should put this to like music." He's like, "Man, I don't know." <laughs> like, but Reno, you know all about music. If you've uh, Reno's favorite if thing you've to ever do ridden over five miles in a pickup truck with Reno, you know exactly what we're talking on the boat. Though when you go on the boat, and he had the old oh, school iPod, oh, the old iPod with like six million songs. He, on he it. wanted to play "Guess That Song," but it was all his songs. <laughs> And then if you didn't know the song, you had to take a drink. So I can't tell you how many times <laughs> we left the lake in, in Marysville, California, or Wheatland, where like I don't even remember getting out. Camp I, don't, far, I don't think the camp far west. Yeah. yeah. But uh, talk How's about it looking. Has it got yeah. water in it? Is it good? Uh, right not now? very good. No, we're, you we're, guys we're drying up, but uh, we got some other spots. So. Well, California's been a rough year this year, rodeo wise. Uh, you know, with you guys getting all your rodeos shut down except for Nephi. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, you know, our first one that canceled, not our rodeo, but the first one we were supposed to go to was Houston, and I called uh, Mary yeah. Catherine. And, you were hey, in the truck, weren't you? Back no, not yet, shoot. not yet, but I, it, things were really heating up in California, and I, and I called Mary Catherine. I go, hey, you guys going to cancel? Oh, no, 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 come on out, come on out. And Finally, I called again. I said, are you sure you're not going to cancel? And she goes, you'll be the first one I call, and next thing you know, fa- on Facebook, bam, Houston canceled. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just been a week of, uh, or not a week, but a whole season of cancellations. It didn't take me long, and I think I was texting you guys, like, better buckle down because it's going to get them all, and I don't think you guys believe me. But, no, I uh, didn't believe you. I, I didn't. I yeah. said, start working, start working. So I figured, well, hell, I can cancel rodeos from a truck, and it seemed like a simple source of income. So I started hauling cattle for other people, so uh, yeah. to try to feed the stock. Yeah, because you guys got a lot of stock. I mean, and that's what I've tried to tell everybody, like, man, I think it sucks for me. Not being able to rodeo, but I don't have hundreds of horses that, you know, I have to take care of. Well, like, that's what I always say. This, I mean, we're sitting in the back of this sound system right here. I mean, yeah, it's expensive, but I don't have to feed it and vaccinate it and right. you know, right. <laughs> move it from pasture to pasture. And uh, I and, park it in a storage. Right. Yeah. And besides just rodeos, though, one thing that Reno does that uh, I got to be a part of, and you two, probably one of the cool stills, was uh, at Monterey last year. Where your extreme rodeos, uh, they are they're pretty dang cool. They're they're uh, I don't even know how to describe them. They're it's it's uh it's another form of entertainment. It's so, it's, it's a western it's, style. It's, it's uh it's for these carnivals and fairs fairs fairs. Sorry, fairs. We're part of the carnival uh, um, fairs that uh, want just a little bit of entertainment and then want them right back out on the midway. Yeah. So so there's bullfighting. Uh, uh, wild horse racing or extreme broke riding. It's wild horse race. <laughs> it's wild horse racing. That lady, yeah. she pissed me off in Prescott. She parked in front of my trailer. Yeah. So they besides so she would have yeah. beat my ass. Is she an Egan? Yeah, she's actually a pretty nice lady. Yeah, she's a nice really? lady, and her Wouldn't sons know. are like nine feet yeah, tall. Yeah, I know. That's why I just shut up. And one tried to beat me up at, at uh, Santa Maria. Santa Maria one time. Uh-huh. They're huge. Yeah. 
Yep. And I, I hated to whip that big dude's ass, but... <laughs> I, That's not going to happen. It, I don't think it could, because if you can take... If you're dumb enough to be a wild horse racer, you it could take, probably beat me up. Yeah, because you get hit, and you keep going. That's like a whole... You know, we don't really no have glass that. jaws in they, wild horse racing. They race. have those... How come you guys have so much wild horse racing where... You don't hardly <clears> see it anywhere except for California. And there's like every rodeo. It's like well, we, a thing. We, we just don't have bareback riders. Mm. And, and what an exciting way to kick off a rodeo. And we do it right. You know, yeah. a lot of rodeos don't. We we don't use wild horses per se. We use, you know, 17-point bucking horses. You know, just, yeah. just uh, things are going to be in a somewhat of a controlled environment. So it's very, very, very rare to have any bad 17-point? You use your 18? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> burn. They work both ends. Buddy burn. Gosh, dang, you're bad on the old buddy burns. Oh, it's just fun. No, uh, the, and it's because it's exciting because you get to some. I remember Dayton, Iowa, one year. These horses just killed everybody, mm-hmm. and then by the third performance, you had like two teams because everybody else just beat the shit. Well, we're not worried about the humans. We're worried about the horses. Yeah, we just oh. don't want the accidents. You know, horses running into each other. Sure, there have been accidents like that, and it just doesn't look good to the crowd. No. So. Um. Well, Animals first, but um, anyway, but the, with those rodeos though, you, they, I mean, the Rossers like came. I mean, that's their, that's their. They they came up with that, as far as I know, right. um, is these fair rodeos, and it's so awesome. I went to the Orange County Fair, so we're I mean, literally Huntington Beach and um, mm-hmm. uh, Orange Mason, Costa Mesa. Sorry, so we're right outside of L.A. The nice part, and uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know. It was. It is. It's a very nice part. So anyway, we, uh, I, I get there and it was just. It was so. I never. I was just rodeo, rodeo, rodeo. And this, they used to be in July, and so it was such a nice break from all the rodeo because you go in there and it's just balls to the wall for an hour. Yeah. And guys getting beat up, and he gets these guys back in the uh, hand to horn hand to horn combat. Let me let me tell you. I don't know where you. I, I don't got to ask where you found him, but the first time I seen him. <laughs> These dudes roll up and like a, it looked like a country music video rolling down the street. Mm. I think maybe it was maybe not Woodlake, but maybe Auburn or somewhere. And they pull in and they got this this truck, the speakers. They're just bumping. Oh, it is a Jason Aldean music yeah. and video. And they they yeah. get out like these six guys, and they get out with like super hot Smoking. chicks. Because I, I used to make like look at these douchers. They're huge douchers, their, but they with got their like cut off short, the their, their sleeveless shirts, and then all of a sudden out hop these girls and Daisy Dukes and boots, and I'm like, where the hell did you? So the hand horn combat team, they show up to do all the bull games, like the Circle of Fear, Money the Hard Way, El Toro Tee-Off, Ring of, of Fire, uh, Toro Totter. The, bu- um, the balloon, the, uh, the balls. The balls. Oh, and the one deal the you did, balls. the bike race where... Uh, the, they had to ride a bike to the end of the arena and back while a Mexican fighting. Now this bow is was a in the small arena. bike. It's like a twelve-year-old kid's bike, and they oh, get to the far end. You're not explaining right. The, the, the porta potties. Okay. Explain it. So these people, you got to explain it. You can't just spit it out. You can. They go to the far end, and as soon as they get to the far end of the arena, Reno <laughs> turns out a fighting bull, and then they got to come back through this fighting bull, and. Um, it's good watching, but it's it's basically a, a blood. It's like a gladiator. But they for, these guys but love it. They love it. They're out there warming up. They tape up. They're the <laughs> where did it, okay talk the first about guys. The, the first yeah. guy that you had, he Doug was Brown Doug Brown. Brown. He did like sixty two tours, mm-hmm. and then he he was actually a uh, sniper a sniper. But then he went back and he was on a uh, a, a security detail where they uh, what do you call it? A, a, um, he was a contractor. All right. So like you know he was a hired hired gun, but he was a badass and he was legit and he kind of started it didn't he? Uh, no, actually. Well, I mean, just to take a step back. I, I definitely want to give credit where credit's due. You know, everybody talks about Cotton Rosser and Reno and all these extreme deals, but it was actually Neil Gay and Mesquite. But you know, sixty years ago, that came out with bull poker. Uh huh. And uh, and then it just died off. I mean, obviously you couldn't. Well, you couldn't get cowboys to do it. And then so back in the early 90s, Cotton called Neil, hey, I'd like to bring your bull poker back. And uh, he said, well, good luck finding people. And so Cotton reached out to the Marine. Oops. Reached out to people in the military. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I can't take that back. But anyways, and, uh, and, and the rest is history. And God, you should have saw the guys we had back then. I mean, these guys were on the bomb squad. And I mean. It uh, guys that walked out there, and there, I mean, there was one bull poker story at the Forum where the Lakers played, mm-hmm. and we called him the preacher, but he was from the military. He was from Compton, 
And uh, he just read the Bible, and this bull wiped out everybody, everybody, and just would not. That guy just kept flipping pages in the Bible, and the bull never hit him. It was <laughs> wow. It's a true story. I don't know if I ever told you that, but that was back in the day when cotton slowly started bringing these things back, and uh, yeah, and then just because you can't, you couldn't get a bull right, you couldn't pay no, you couldn't shit, pay no. Cody Webster ten thousand to sit at a table. I know. used to do it when I was in high school. Oh, good for that you. explains but, a lot. Yeah. We, we had a pretty good fighting bull for that, but uh, the Rosser family, Cotton just turned 92. Mm-hmm. Yep. 92 years old. That's um, amazing. He skydived when he was 90. I think that was when he turned 80. 85. 85. 85. Oh, shit. But, uh, you know, the uh, the Flying You Rodeo, and, and uh, uh, there's actually, John and Carla have a uh, book uh, about the uh, with the old Flying You pictures, and when Cotton would put on, like, he had a rodeo like almost every day somewhere, and they had to have the uh, the bucking horses had to be broke to lead. So when he'd get to like Long Beach and them, you know, he would literally lead in the bucking horses. And and uh, the cool thing that I like about the flying unit still this way today is like the pageantry. You know, there's a lot of people. Everybody's a stock contractor. Everybody, you know. But there's not a lot of showmen. There's not a lot of producers. You know, there's. A lot of rodeo rodeos that happen that have no axe, you know, they they just want to buck their stock, you know. So they have a, uh, you know, sing the national anthem and then that's it, you know. But at the Flying U, like at Mary or not at Woodlake one year, there was me, Tomas, Bobby Kerr, Budweiser Clydesdales, Vesalia Rockets, and uh, there was another drill team. There was another one. Yeah. So like that. That's a lot of acts, but you know, you know, uh, people in Kansas and Oklahoma don't like no West Coast rodeos afternoon perfs. Like they want a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like if you went out there and put on a two hour perf, they would boo you out of town. Yeah, it's a complete different animal back here. They they it's an entertainment. It's an afternoon ordeal. It's not. Yeah. You know they don't uh, mind paying the tickets, but they want to come for the day, like Red Bluff and Woodlake and. Auburn, Auburn, California is one of the coolest little rodeos. It's like a on a on a racetrack, and uh, they pack them in. And when the rodeo's over, nobody leaves. They all just hang around and drink beer. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the the Flying U also is the only stock country I think that has their own set of freestyle motocross ramps. Yep. That uh, that you guys haul. When did you guys bring that in? And hold on, we need to clarify something. What's that? Because my blood's boiling. You got to quit calling us stock contractors. <laughs> Sorry. Rodeo producers. Yes, thank Rodeo you. Rodeo producers. Because how many stock contractors are running a drone, one in one Carlos, running in ramps, going to France to get axe? I mean, I, I would like to think, and I would like to think both of you would know yeah. that we do a lot more. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, so. what, that's what he's trying to yeah. say. No, he's trying to say that you, when just, you go to a flying new production, right. yeah, it you, is a production. You guys. And it, the, he... The, Cotton, and for those of you, uh, you've all been to the rodeo that the ho- herd of horses come out the end, you know, and we do it, we're doing it here at Sykeston. Well, we'll do it tonight because there's no bullfights, but, you know, right, right. that was Cotton. And I remember when yep. Binion went out to mm-hmm. trick ride for y'all, went out for the summers. Yep. I mean, hell, he lived with you guys. Yep. And and he came back and he started doing it because mm-hmm. he had saw the flying you do it. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's just people love to see that. Yep. They yeah. love that, and the Flying U has come up with so much stuff. Uh, cotton, Cotton has come up with so much stuff uh, that that has resonated through all pro rodeo that mm-hmm. people don't even realize. Just like that, uh, the bull teeter totter that was Cotton. Yeah, the Toro totter that was on uh, Jackass was was the Flying U's. Yeah. But then Reno also is like you know the the now everybody does it. Even Houston called to get permission from you. And and asked how what car you use and everything, and they actually ran a like quote unquote Juan Carlos, which is a you know a remote control car uh, with a sombrero, a mustache, and sunglasses on mm-hmm. it. I remember the first yeah. Juan Carlos. I remember going to get Elder the hat Rodders, with you. Yeah, yeah. And now there's like it was, 19 It's awesome Juan because Carlos, Reno, yeah. as he's running the shoots and flanking and doing all, this, <laughs> he's driving this little car, and he'd sneak it up to Boyd's horse. That I'll never forget that Helrado. <laughs> and that was Rolex, and Rolex ducked out. I was like, oh, no, he's going to be mad. Boy. Oh, like, if you could have got Boyd bucked off, oh, that, that would have been, been huge. That was the night that he came down to Hogs and Heifers, uh-huh. and then you all dumped out. Where are they? What a bunch of pussies. Well, that's when we <laughs> backed the tractor up to Boyd's door. So uh, yeah, Reno and I got 
that drunk that we messed with Boyd at three in the morning. Well, you guys are dumb bastards. We put he just got this trailer. Now this trailer costs more than the house in an acre and a half we had in Weatherford. It brand new, and we parked this. Well, we my dumb ass Reno parks, parked it. No, I did. He did. I, I was the, I was the one with the hands. You know, oh, you I, at the trailer. I put the bucket. We put the bucket right by his door. Yeah. And just enough to where he could open it and like squeeze out, but then we look at it and we're like, "Uh, if he comes out and swings that door hard, hits that bucket, dents that door, let's go ahead and put this wood plank." So we blocked it so he wouldn't. But but he did. We left it. <laughs> he did. He had to squeeze out, and we tried waiting up like idiots. And we're like, "Okay, this is stupid. Let's go to bed." Hell, Dorado, I missed that. I did too. The, the PBR ruined yeah. it. And yep. Uh, it's a true story. They did, but they, did. Um, they just took the money and run. Yep, it was uh, that was a great event, and 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 there was you know some the organization on the Helderado side, you know, yeah. the committee kind of sucked. That's where we uh, drank all that beer. Not in the, the committee ramp. sucked, but that sucked that they had yeah. some issues. But yeah, uh, good people. But yeah, I, Helderado, you were you there? That those that was mm-hmm. that was one of my favorite events of they, the year. And, and we try. I tried bringing it back two years ago. I know you did, and uh, I pretty much told them we want the original team. Yep. And, and so did the city. Yep. And a certain individual kind of broke that up. So, yep. anyway, yeah. I said, well, if you're not going to take us all, you don't get us, you know. Well, we're done. Plus, staying at the California Hotel. and Yeah, we were down on uh, down the old. Well, it used to be El, the El Cortez. Yep. Because for all the uh, that don't know, back then, everything was portable. Like, not just the arena, the bleachers. The water. There was no water. Everything yeah. in that whole place was portable. And it was it was right by the when I first started I didn't go when it was by the El Cortez when I went it was just in a vacant lot um, kind of bro- by the Golden Nugget that's where I broke my leg I still love that picture and uh, it wasn't <laughs> cool but that's where the girl I did the cheerleader act and she blew out her pants when she uh-huh. did the back handspring it yeah. ripped her whole she butt end of her pants and she had no undies it was just pure butt cheeks Woo. and. And uh, Boyd gave her a resist all hat ticket to put over her butt crack. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's also that- when I tried to bullog on Tommy Cook's horse, and he threw me off into the bucket <laughs> shoots. Was- what about the gorilla act with Ray Ray? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ray Ray. Ray Ray, who's one of the Compton Cowboys. He, he was He's an awesome dude, and he gets in the, the gator. <laughs> Supposed to drive off, and Rump's giving the cue, and he's standing in the loop, and and Ray Ray's looking back. Here's the screw. He broke the key off of the gator, so they they Bronk had to come in and dally off and pull the gator yeah. out with his pickup horse. The Bronco Bane line. Another Donnie uh, was a good gorilla too. Donnie was Donnie. really good. Yeah, uh, that was the best one I ever had. Was that uh, football player? Uh, that's Ray Ray. No, the the long haired football player guy that was, uh, I forget his name. I used him one time and he was good. Long haired football. Yeah, I thought Ray Ray was the one that, to play football. That worked for us. No, not for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. No, nobody that works for you has long hair. Uh-uh. Oh no. No. Everything else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was Donnie's brother, did. Oh yeah, yep. Derek Fennels. Yeah, yep. he's a chef now. Is he? Yeah, he could ride bulls good. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's. I always thought he was a great bull rider. But anyway, yeah, that that Helderado, that's where we sat in the uh, that afternoon. We sat um, for like two hours and drank beer in the ramp. Yeah, because I put all my stuff in the ramp, my barrel and motorcycle, and then they all drove and I just flew. It's a ninety dollars to get a flight from Sacramento to Las Vegas, <laughs> so I kind of felt bad about it a little bit. No, you didn't. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, we're we're digressing. But uh, the flying, you um, we yeah. should we should tell this one story though. Because sometimes I think you get left out because he's the star. I'm not the star. Oh, yeah, he is. But one of my favorite handbone stories, and I have a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, we maybe, should tell maybe, that. Maybe I should I'll get you the picture. But it was when we uh, first, it was one of the first years we had handbone. I'm fortunate enough to have him. And uh, so he was out for a couple a couple rodeo runs. So we were in Vegas. Yeah. And uh, Hambone was trying to fix a system that didn't belong to him, and it was really going out of his way, not just being your typical rodeo music technician. He was trying to actually help. And uh, he was up adjusting the speakers because just we never could quite get the sound right with that, with that setup. And a speaker fell on him. No, and the guy with the forklift knocked it over on it. Right. I'm and trying to catch it. 
It's stupid. And you want to talk about a screaming bitch. And I mean, <laughs> holy sh- <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. No, Wait, hold whoa, on, hold on, hold on. You are rumping this story. Hold on. No, 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 no. I you got are, pictures. Trust oh, me. I believe Reno. <laughs> I Why would he lie? Bitch. I scrambled. It was chasing me. No, 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 no. No, I'm talking about the effect, the, the, the result of it. I mean, he, he did break his leg. It hurt. I'm sure it hurt, but I mean... <laughs> It was. Have you broke your leg? Yeah, several times. <laughs> you you would have thought it was a woman that just broke her leg, and oh, so I run around lying. the corner because I wasn't helping. I was you thought a girl was getting project. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell happened, but I run around and Hambone's laying on the ground, and then anyways he's screaming, and you you would have thought he was dying, and I'm like shit, I got to get my phone, so I'm uh, yeah, my phone yeah. out. <laughs> this piece of shit. God, I hate that when he does that. Like, <laughs> so I pull my phone. Thank God up. for Esther. She really cared, and they're they're getting him up on the the ambulance cart, and I'm like, really, you're gonna go on an ambulance? Oh, you went in an ambulance leg. for a broken leg? <laughs> I didn't want to. No, it was Dwayne, yeah. Dwayne Leduc, who was running it at the time. Like, called the ambulance, and I'm like, no, I'm like Reno, just put me in the fucking truck. Why didn't you get put me in the truck? Right, <laughs> Sorry, right. you should get some triactin. Oh god, triactin like a man. So I get my phone out. He's in the hospital. What, what do you call it? The uh, gurney. Gurney. They're putting him in the ambulance, and he's just. <laughs> Oh, oh, I did not. So, and I get the you camera out, and shit. he is like my two-year-old son, Quincy. He just stopped, just like that, and tipped his hat. Hey, how you doing? And I got a picture of it. And I was like, I was not whining. Bitch. No, Esther was consoling me. I believe Esther was holding me why tightly would, against why her Why would Reno lie about that? I, so then we drive I from Eldorado to another. Why would great Reno lie? Why would Reno embellish the story? He's not embellishing the story. Uh, I have no reason to. But I will tell you that shit. that is one thing that you do that kind of drives me nuts, Reno. You love to film. You love to uh, take pictures and film your friends when they're when very they're vulnerable. In a pickle. Well, my dad taught me at a young age document everything. So, so. <laughs> last year at Monterey, when I was at the party and I was in the bathroom, I was having to hold the wall so I wouldn't fall down. And the next, you know, the next morning, Reno was like, "Did you get drunk last night?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "I got evidence that says otherwise." <laughs> like, <laughs> he videoed me walking back to the hotel with my. Uh, Rodeo Austin shorts on and Motley Crue t-shirt. If you would have saw yourself walking, you would have filmed yourself. It was pretty. It was pretty good. I was. I didn't really want to party, but I was just trying to do my part to help with the. Uh, well, you did have to work a one-hour perf. So, I mean, it was a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, one one, a day. one hour perf at sixty-five degrees. A little different than here. Yeah, Monterey. Monterey is Monterey uh, was. I'll one miss of my that th- one. That's like a little vacation. You'll it's miss one, that one. I didn't realize you were leaving. Well, this year. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Monterey is. It's not going on, is it? <laughs> no, no. Trust me. I wish my bank I wishes to, it was. I need, I need to book a flight. <laughs> at, that, at that place, it's where the Monterey Pop Festival is. If you've watched the Woodstock documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. when they're talking about the uh, music festivals, yeah. that's the place where the announcer stand is, is where Jimi Hendrix burned his guitar. Right. Which is the tits. Like, uh, it's a really cool deal. And it's a beautiful place. And. And uh, the fair manager, uh, what's her name? She's a sweetheart, Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, she's a, she's a great gal, and it was it was fun. I, we had the the first night was just a bullfight, mm-hmm. and uh, great bullfight. Yeah, it was good. You you guys uh, you guys have your own fighting bulls, and and uh, in Stevenson, California, they have the uh, the bloodless bull rings that Reno took me to, which was outstanding. Uh, for all everybody, pretty much knows that I love fighting bulls. I, I dig them, and I got to go help pick some out which mm-hmm. was pretty cool because you know the rumfords we never really had fighting bulls because we just didn't <laughs> my dad probably uh i don't blame him for not having because they are a pain in the ass to have around well a lot of people don't know it, but pretty much all fighting bulls you see in rodeo all come from california yeah and uh how many do you guys usually have here i mean you buy a lot well we won't have about not eight. this year probably yeah we don't buy many right now but if a guy wanted to buy them now's the time to do it yeah but uh yeah we only have about eight right now yeah but uh but like on a normal year flying you producing rodeos how many fighting bulls because you got bullfights uh we have the les schwab uh ring the bull at marysville yeah yeah, yeah. and uh you know what else I like about the marysville rodeo it's marysville is a two-day rodeo but it starts on Monday. It ends on on Sunday night, because we got the cattle drive, we got the uh, the banquet at uh, the Ford dealership. Uh, I I love Marysville for that reason. Like it's it's a really cool deal. The, the cattle drive we drive bulldog and cattle a long dang ways mm-hmm. through the middle of town, and uh, the first time that I did it, I thought this is not going to be good. But it didn't. It goes a little better than your Kansas City cattle drive. Yeah. <laughs> What are you looking at, Hambone? 
Don't worry about it. <laughs> Let me see. I will as soon as it loads. Oh, is that the Monterey? Yeah. <laughs> I I had a lot of fun there. That you, was You know, you only really had two jobs there. You had I, to work a one hour perf. I did. I think the first perf you forgot to even th- do really. an act. No, I didn't forget to do an act. You guys didn't stop for me. Well, we weren't gonna wait for you. No, I was ready to do the act, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then to entertain our our lovely fair manager. I which did. You only did one night. See, that's the thing. Reno loves to hold shit over your head. He does, He's like yeah. a jaded woman. He loves to hold. Are you just things saying that head. because he caught you crying? Because you, broke I wasn't your pussy crying. Ass leg. It scared me. I thought my life was okay, going to so end. I wasn't. I you weren't be- crying, but you just admitted that it scared you. So you probably were. Crying. I didn't scream. I went ah. I cut. Yeah. I no, went, you didn't cut. It hurt a little. Yeah. It was my tibia. Is it bad that I ran around the corner thinking, oh shit, we just heard a yeah, kid? Yeah, I remember. I like, oh, fuck, it's just. I remember when I broke, <laughs> I remember when I broke my leg at Denver and still worked seven performances in Rapid City before I had surgery, but I'm sure your injury was bad too. I what? worked that day. No, he worked that day and, and he did a great job riding the passenger seat in my big truck to the next event and yeah, then watched and us. Cotton goes, I was going to have you help set up. I was like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I'll tell you this uh, speaking of cotton and setting up, when Cotton Rosser, when you set up Arena, at some point, Cotton will show up with a buttload of soft tacos from Taco Bell. Oh, <laughs> gosh. You're pulling out the Monterey video. I, I forgot all about that one. Yeah. God, don't send that to me because I'll log Please it. don't. <laughs> it's in my favorite. Why? I don't understand. I, in my favorites in my phone, this is kind of funny because I, um, I have a picture of your butthole. Oh. It's very shiny. Why, do, why would you even say that? I don't know. It's the truth, though. Why did I send that to you? I don't remember. I think you sent it to a group of us. Oh. You said, it says the horn went in here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I had to go to the... I had That was after my doctor's appointment. And why did I put it in my favorites? Who does that? Well, I had to go to the doctor, you know, because my butthole, mm-hmm. uh, from getting the horn in it, I have to have it tightened <laughs> Right. every here was months. Here was Rump on the beach at Monterey. Jeez. That's not me. That's anyway, way sorry. This is that's not kind of fair I'm to our gonna, listeners. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get skinny sometime. Be like, that would be like Tony if they shaved his back. <laughs> that Tony. Tony Amaral that, is a, a big hairy dude. guy. Yes, How long is. has Tony helped y'all? Oh man, a long time, long time. Yeah, he, he's uh, pretty much. Well, everybody that's worked for us or still does work for us, we're pretty much family. They're not really employees. So. Yeah, Miko and yep. been there for forever. Uh, of course. You know, oh, your hired hand, the ranch hand, uh, yeah, yeah, and you you've hired, uh, and I want to get those guys on, but most of your guys working for you are from Compton. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what's the story? Guys. Let's did, let's yeah. let's let's talk about that. Or you know what? Let's uh, let's have a let's, let's have a let's break. have, let's let's have a gold bucket beer yeah. break. All right, we'll be uh, we'll be right back. Reno Rasa. California does know how to party. I agree. I love California. So, um, city of Marysville and Wheatland. Uh, and Wheatland. <laughs> so, uh, so Reno and, and uh, his uh, dear, dear good friend who we miss, who is just a super good guy, Bert, uh, a great human. Um, they have a, uh, well, easily a six figures boat. Six it's heads. a bad son It's a 26-foot mm-hmm. Malibu. Yep. This thing has got every toy you could ever want to ski. The, the, the You know, it can fill the tanks on one side, so the wake's big for surfing. Uh, you could, like, control how big the wake is. It's, it's insane, and it is a badass. And the sound system that is on this boat, you could literally just back it up to a rodeo and just do a rodeo and, with it. And the air chair. I'm, the air people chair. in Oklahoma don't know what an air chair is. Like it's, a, I think that's just a West Coast thing. The air chair. I tried air chair, didn't happen. Reno it's can, very very hard. Reno can do it pretty good. It's a high or what else is it called? A hydrofoil. Air the, uh, sky ski. Sky ski. Yeah. It was developed for uh, by a handicap guy, wasn't it? Uh, yes and no, but yeah, handicap people can do it. Just yeah. not Justin. <laughs> 
I, I couldn't. Physically, he's yeah. mentally handicapped. Yeah. No, I tried. And, you know, R.C. Landingham, he couldn't hardly do it either. Yeah, but he can do it. There's a lot of good guys. Uh, uh, my good, good friend, J.R. Verzane, uh, yeah. yep. even before his accident, he picked it up like that. Uh, the world champion bronc rider from Montana, Jesse Cruz, is yep. outstanding on it. Casey Coletti, not so much. Uh <laughs> There's been some good guys. I can, some I can guys see Casey Cleddy being so. Mad for those of the, um, because we've got because you loved laying over with flying you because you get up. A little and, disclaimer though, I just to. So that boat was brought to you by Bert. Bert, yes, that's why. I So because yeah. like when Court Shear comes out, you know, he told me two years later, boy, I just thought you were a spoiled rich kid because you had that fancy boat and all that. No, I had a friend, a great friend, who just was killed last year in a crop dusting accident, but. He bought a boat, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, and and we bought another boat. And once he saw another boat, he said, "Get a bigger boat. Get a bigger boat. Get a bigger yeah. boat." And my own, and he basically gave that boat to me and said, "Here's the deal. I'm going to give you this hundred fifty thousand dollar boat, but when I want to go out, make sure there's beer and women on it." And that was. Pretty pretty good gig. Really good gig. I mean, you took care of it and yep. stored yep. it, and, and it, right there at the lake too. Yep. I mean, it was. So we got. Uh, anyway, sorry. A couple times, Reno and his lovely wife Nicole uh, in an auction, and there for something in town, bought a uh, houseboat week trip on a houseboat up in uh, or Orville. Orville. Yep. Orville. And so, between Monterey and uh, Puyallup, I would lay over there for about five days and. We would Good come times. back and go to the uh, to the parade, East and Nicholas, Nick, East Nicholas yeah. Parade, which is yeah. to, and drink we Bloody missed, Marys. We missed that this year, and Dennis was the mayor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, it's just a it's a, it's so much fun, and this how the houseboat was a, definitely an interesting time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, s- uh, that <laughs> had a few um, add-ons to it, I guess you could say. You can go ahead and say that. a stripper pole. They put on there, and so there were some very interesting times. We just watched and filmed, and but the, some ball. of the dipshits that went with us. <laughs> we had the disco ball. Oh, and the disco ball. With the laser pin lights and everything else. And oh. Actually, Malibu actually emailed us and wanted us to send pictures of how we actually mounted the stripper pole. Because yeah, there was a how, certain do you, country how do you start center. that? Like, oh, I don't need a stripper pole put <clears> in my boat. Uh, you, we can make everything at the fly on you. That's true. That is very That's, true. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it so if you get a chance to go pole. boating with Reno, do it. But it wasn't a stripper pole. It was just up there in case somebody wanted to dance. Oh, so they could hold on because yeah. of the water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we That's went right. out, I'm sorry. When yeah. we went out in the boat after Marysville one year, so Reno says, "Hey, we're on Monday because Marysville got over Sunday." So he said, "Help on Monday, and we're gonna take the boat out." So I was helping, not really doing a lot, but I think I drove the semi with the panels back to the ranch, but. Uh, there had been a wreck that was on Memorial Weekend. A guy wrecked a cigarette boat and died, but they hadn't oh, found the no. body. And, you know, I'm freaked out because every horror movie I've seen, if there's a body in the water that's dead, when you touch it, it comes alive and it kills you. <laughs> so I told Reno, I said, I'm not going in the damn water. And he's like, dude, it's no big deal. We get out there. They got boats out looking for this body, right? So I'm like, this, this is stupid. And there's a bunch of us on the boat. Well... So we stop, we're drinking, I'm sitting on the side of the boat drinking. Well, I'm not paying attention. Reno slips out the back of the boat like a thief in the night, swims around where I am, comes up out of the water and grabs me around the neck and jerks me over backwards into the lake. Yep, that's that's Reno. I knew that it was that dead body coming to kill me, okay? And there was no stripper pole to grab. I was defense. Oh, you, are you all right? Yeah, I, I was little, defenseless. Little gold buckle, burp there. Yeah, a little burp right there. But uh, uh, the boat, I even got to drive the boat once, and Reno said, there's no way you can tip this thing over. Uh-uh. I'm like, really? I said, because, you know, my dad also said there's no possible way you can flip a Lincoln Town car end over end. I did that in high school. Right. So I got this boat going pretty fast and turned it as hard as I could, and I'll be damned if it didn't flip over. So that was actually... I, I've never been around boats. Rumfords didn't have boats. No. And so, like, with Reno, I've learned how to dock a boat. Uh, I can back the trailer into the water. and Ooh, wow. Well, sometimes I even remember getting out of the boat because, like, I gosh darn. I get, I'm get i bad on the water. Well, it's bad because you don't realize how drunk you are, and then you get on land. <clears throat> and you're like, whoa. And you've, and been, playing, you've been playing Guess the Song for 19 hours. Yeah. <laughs> 
Reno also he <laughs> he gets his stuff like this. He's a prankster. He's always pulling shit on people. He gets this stuff like this hot sauce that's like got a warning like this is the hottest hot sauce in the world. He stuck it in my beer. Yeah. 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 And well, you'll have that. Yeah. <laughs> But the funniest is, uh, but he's he doesn't take it well when people play jokes on him. Oh, and bullshit. at Santa Maria when Elsie uh, pulled the chair out from underneath, and when he goes to sit down, <laughs> and she pulled that chair back, holy shit, he wrecked out. It was. But that's a production meeting, though. Yeah, that was but awesome. That's business time. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought it was good. <sighs> uh, good times. Good. <laughs> yeah, the boat. Uh, the boat's good. The boat's boats good. and hoes and rodeos. The boat has taken a lot of victims. Yeah, it has. And a lot of the right family is not allowed back. Really? Well, not because they don't want to come back, but they usually end up with coming home with black eyes and stuff like that. From what? What's that? Uh, Jake, right? You know, yeah. just similar to what you were just talking about. At the end of the night, it's tough getting off the boat. Boy, it is. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah. And it's like, because you're out there till just before complete blackness at camp far west not real big on lights no so it's uh it's pretty black mm-hmm. out there dark and but, but it's really hard to get off the front of the boat and try to catch the trailer hitch oh. jake right missed the trailer oh hitch. did he scratch your boat no but his face didn't look too good for a while oh no yeah it was a good time though oh yeah and uh so besides just a rodeo deal you also <clears throat> have been doing rice rice yep. farming yep and I got to experience that firsthand last year when mm-hmm. I went with Dennis in the combine for like yeah. seven hours. I just sat there and talked shit. You had no idea harvesters cost that much, did you? Well, we don't call them harvesters. No. Uh, we Com- call them combines. combines. Yeah. And yeah, we know how much they, they... Well, he was amazed when Dennis told him. I had no clue. Oh. I mean, I knew they were expensive, but I didn't know they were Quarter that. million, half million, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Dennis has got like four... He for he does a lot of custom work though for other people, right? Yeah, yeah and he does. His and own. you can when you're cutting rice, you can only go like a mile an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty slow. And Dennis doesn't listen to the radio because he wants to hear the machine. Did yeah. you know that? No, See, that I would can't, be. I can't do that. Like I've got to be. I was like, do you got an auxiliary cord? He's like, for what? I'm like, for the radio. He's like, oh, we don't listen to it. I'm like, what? Not all rice farmers are like that. Do you, I mean, I couldn't just sit there and listen. Like, I, I got to be jamming out. Right, absolutely. But I guess if you're in a $250,000 harvester, yeah. that's a you don't want to mess it up. Yeah. How many acres of rice do you have? I lease and farm only 150 acres, so really? I'm one of the smallest farmers in the area. Really? Yeah. That's all right. You got to start somewhere. And Dennis yeah. takes care of it all. So. Does he? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to have Dennis on the show sometime. <laughs> no, you don't. No. <laughs> He'd be interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and now you're a walnut farmer. Yeah, yeah big, you got a walnut grove. Yeah, you got five the walnut, acres. Five nuts. acres of walnut trees. Mm-hmm. Are hey, your, well, are you, you know, are yeah. your nuts big? Almost. Are they salty? Yeah, they're good. Compared there. to other people's <laughs> nuts, how big are the Rosser's nuts? I'm probably one of the smallest walnut farmers in the Ubisoft area. Yeah. yeah. Does Nicole, is she tender with the nuts or firm? She likes to shake them because <laughs> you got to shake them to get them off. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, yeah you got to have a tree shaker. So. You really do got to have a tree shaker. <laughs> you really do have to shake them to you get have the nuts to shake off. Shake them to I, get them off. Yeah. When I stayed at Reno's house, I didn't really get to enjoy much of his nuts because I had the coronavirus. Yeah, but you this you were at the town the, the house in town. You this is their new place. No, I was at the new place. No, oh, you were. The new place, yeah. yeah. Oh, you haven't even been there. No, but last no. year, and, and they said. With the coronavirus, they think it hit California in the fall, right? Well, you've all told us you had and it in I've, October. When mm. I was Go get tested to see if you're asymptomatic. When I was at Reno's house, I had every symptom of COVID, mm-hmm. and I stayed in the room for four days and never came mm-hmm. out. And then the fifth day, I was good. So, so uh, Reno brought Dr. Pepper and uh, beef jerky and jalapeno chips. That's how I survived. Good for you, yeah, but just left good. him at the door. Yep. Yeah, um, I was quarantined. Besides the farming, uh, we mentioned this in the front, uh, which I think is the coolest because I could, I would totally do this. Um, you have the uh, uh, Cotton's Christmas Corral, Rosser. It's Cotton's Corral, Cotton Christmas Corral, right? Or Rosser's, Rosser's Christmas. Rosser's Christmas. Okay. Has- Cotton's Cowboy Corral. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm right. getting confused yep. there. I'm sorry. Yep. So yeah, that that's a Western store in in Marysville. Mm-hmm. 
Oldest you, Western store yeah, in California. Yep, yep. It's really cool. It, upstairs is a museum mm-hmm. um, of all of all cotton stuff. But uh, but your Christmas tree. So you just started because obviously you know not rodeoing in that time, and you just started uh, started small, just selling a few Christmas trees at the ranch, and now you got a petting zoo and pictures and a Santa and a huge light or huge uh, light pole light pole uh, with uh, with uh, lights and everything. But uh, yeah, what is it? What the yeah, so d- despite what contestants will tell you that you know everybody thinks there's this misnomer that you make a lot of money in the rodeo business. And I'll, <clears throat> I'll open my books to anybody, and I think you guys know that. So we have to come up with other creative ways to generate income to keep our business going and to keep our guys busy. So that is what created these different um, business ventures. So, you know, <clears throat> you know, people like the Bolds and the Rossers, rodeo is our sole source of income. We're not in the fiber optics, fuel and gas and, and Cattle. stuff like that. Cattle, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, that, I just I uh, used to haul Christmas trees and did very well at it. In fact, I would drop a half a load at the NFR every year and give them to all the stock contractors, and and then that that market went in the tank. And my dad goes, "If you're going to kill yourself off, why don't you just open a tree lot here?" And so, because uh, you go to Oregon to get the trees, right? Yeah, eighty percent of your Christmas trees in the Western United States come out of Oregon. Don't buy them from Home Depot or Lowe's because Never those have been buy. cut for a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Reno knows a lot about Christmas. Yeah, trees. he told he told me, and I was showing him. I was all proud of it, and he's like, "That thing's gonna die in a week." <laughs> Your tree. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas it, to you too. And, but he was right; it did. By the time we got back to, right. to the from the NFR, it was just falling apart, brittle. Right. So, how many Christmas trees do you guys sell? Right around fifteen hundred. So not too terribly many, but uh, seems like a lot. But seems like a lot to me. But yeah. the Christmas trees is the the easy part. The tough part is what we did is, is from delivering trees all over the Western United States, I saw what certain guys did and, and, and shouldn't do and should do and just took all the ideas that I learned from all these different places and put together a unique little Christmas experience uh, there at our ranch. So when you walk in, you know, we sell seven different varieties of Christmas trees, which most people don't even know there's more than one. But then you walk in and we educate people on the, the, the agricultural purposes and, and the, the environmental benefits of christmas trees and we do and then you walk over and there's a buck and bull and there's a mare and a colt and we tell a story because a lot of people that have moved in our into our community are are commuters so they all think chocolate milk comes from brown cows they have no idea of the importance of agriculture it doesn't. so it doesn't go. No. Yeah, yeah. if you would go the christmas crawl you'd know that Damn so it. we do free school tours everything's free we don't charge a dime for anything but Man, if you want to buy a tree, that's great. So, I, I, and I think that is one thing you guys do better than probably anybody else is you guys push agriculture mm-hmm. uh, on education. Ad, ad, you know, go to you guys go to Sacramento to the Capitol on Agricultural mm-hmm. Day and take a bucking horse and a bull. And I think you guys do a better job at that, trying to educate uh, you know city people on on mm-hmm. animals because there's just we're rural America's dying. You know, I mean it's. Every day it gets less and less, so I, I think that's one cool thing. Because yeah, you do. You have a a longhorn, uh, don't you? There too, like you can get your picture taken with at the yep. at the Christmas corral and the mare and the colt and the bull and a little jackass and Donnie, Donnie, yeah. Do- Donnie owed Santa Claus money. Did he you know did. that? He did. <laughs> the, guy, no the guy that the guy that was Santa Claus at the Christmas corral, Donnie owed him forty bucks, and I was thinking, how funny is that when you owe Santa Claus money, like? So Hamill called Santa and's like, "Hey, did uh, Donnie ever pay you back, man? Not yet. Right? You ain't getting crap. But like, you guys have a so everything is free. Like, so the hot, co- the chocolate, and everything is everything's free. So everybody remember that if you're in the Northern California area, and we have a man corner too. So what normally happens is the kids run around see the animals. The husband goes and watches Iowa play football on the uh, TV. We got a big screen TV. Hi, boy. And then uh, the wife gets stuck picking out the tree." And then so they don't touch the tree. Donnie goes and gets it for them, ties it on their car. We deliver. We got our mother flocker, uh, Miko, and he flocks the tree for him. Mother and, flocker? Yeah. What's flocking the tree? So a lot of people in California uh, like to colorize their tree. It traditionally started out as a white tree to give it that snowed on feel. But, I mean, we do Raider trees, 49er trees. Did you do that Our in the 49er shop? tree doesn't stand up, but... Uh, Anyway, so oh, yeah. Buddy Burn. Yeah. So is that you, you do that in your shop? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Across the street. I, yeah. I saw the yeah. saw a video. Mm-hmm. So it's called flocking. 
flocking. Yeah. Is Me- it pretty flocking hard? According to, to Miko, it is. <laughs> it yeah. is. According to Miko, it's it's not easy. Goodness sakes. Yeah. How's Miko's bowed legs? <laughs> They're bowing more every day. <laughs> Sm- you know, I got an autograph sheet I found, and sometimes when, you know, I don't just lay over at the Flying U Ranch. I pretty much just live there. Yeah, you yeah. has he paid you for that fifty amp plug you had? No, but I'm going to. I told Cotton that I would this year. Just take it out of his check. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I kind of call that home. I mean, it, it's home to me, and I stay out there so much. But uh, sometimes during the day, there's uh, the Butler family, uh, the Servi family, and the Rosser family. Since they've been in, they've been the longest families in rodeo that I've been around, and none of them throw anything away. Every one of those families has everything they've ever bought, ever. So <laughs> sometimes during the day at the Flying U Ranch, I just go look for shit to steal, and I'll just cruise around there. And I found a in the in one of the sheds a autograph sheet from Miko. It says Smiley Marino, and it's his bull riding autograph picture from back in like '76. Nice. Didn't didn't Cotton hit your camper with the forklift? Yeah, he hit my pickup with a forklift. The morning after, Reno said, do not drive the forklift. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> He's hard to control, isn't he? Yes, he is. And he then, gets uh, slipper. He just gets yeah, out, don't yeah. he? I love Cotton to death. And Cotton he, is, I was, is I was amazing. over the moon that I he got is amazing. To, uh, to speak on his behalf the gold buckle game That was last very year. cool. Because, you know, I, I do love Cotton. I've got to spend a lot of time with him. And, and uh, the, the rosters, they, they do stuff right, you know. And, and they're good to their crew. They take you out to eat. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I try to... I've tried to buy. I actually I did get to buy. I bought your dinner when? at Buffalo Wild Wings in Marysville right after Cow Palace in San Francisco. I don't know. If remember? Hmm. You remember You I, remember one time. <laughs> all the meals that Reno has bought for you and you tell you try to rub in his nose them one time. No, I'm just saying like it, it I haven't always Gator Arms, stop yeah. it. But uh but yeah, Cotton, he's Well the the Anyway, for those of you who don't know, the the Rossers you just you got to get to know them. I don't know. Go to go to a California rodeo. Uh, yeah, actually, but you came down last year to Houston. Mm-hmm. They kicked won ass. Everything, yeah, you won like everything high, on your what, horses. Was, uh, high tide or flood tide? Yeah, flood tide. Flood tide. He's like, uh, where'd you get all these? Where'd you buy these horses? I go, that's just ranch these race. Are the same ones we've always had. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, they just it's, mark a lot higher in Texas. And you were going to get to go to Nampa this year, and and uh, were, were you going to go to some of those with your horses? Yeah, well, yeah, we had 49 events, or 51 events this year, and I think we might have two. What do you feel about San Angelo? I know a guy there. Yeah. What about Brawley Cattle Call, is it? Yeah, so I probably shouldn't say much, but that might be our first California rodeo, and it could be fanless. I hope so. Well, not fanless. Fanless. You can't have Brawley without fans. Well, we could have you commentate the slack. That's true. I did that in... That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, the last time I went with Reno, he wouldn't let me drive a semi because he didn't think I'd know how to navigate it through the Probably because you had 32 gold buckle beers before. Probably. <sighs> yeah, and especially at Brawley, that is a, that's one of my favorite flying U rodeos. Brawley, Santa Maria is... Uh, Santa Maria is probably dang near the best rodeo as far as a committee and organization. Uh, Tina and, and her crew... You know, I You're got talking to, about Santa Maria or Brawley? Santa Maria. Okay, sorry, you jumped. But Brawley's also fun. They got the uh, at Stockman's <clears throat> the night before. They got the big party and mm-hmm. like every nah. flying rodeo has at least one dinner. You're gonna dr- get dressed up for a dinner because West Coast rodeos are all about the dinner life. You know what I'm saying? And and free drinks and uh, but Santa Maria is is definitely one. Have you ever been there, Hambone? I have not. Oh, it's amazing. I got to commentate. I have been by it. I went through it when I went out to the ride. Oh yeah, we yep, went up yep. to uh, Twistleman's. Yep. yep. Chase went up and got some horses from him, and so we drove by the. We th- I drove through to, Santa Maria. I got to commentate the parade, and it, uh, this is a big parade, but it's not like your local uh, rodeo parade where they decorate pickups. It's like one of the parades where they have the vehicles that you can't tell who's driving, like fancy parades. Nice. And I stayed in a haunted room. Oh, at the uh, the Santa Maria the, Inn, the Madonna. Oh, Santa Maria. Or this- yeah. Madonna ends up the road about 20 miles. That's it. They they say that's the most haunted hotel in California. Well, there's two sides to it. One side's the old side, and then there's the new side. They stuck me in the old side. <laughs> Did you? And I think I remember this. Yeah. You were freaked out. <laughs> yeah. You called me scared at like 2 in the morning. Well, I so it was on Ghost Hunters, and um, they were talking about this stuff, and guess what room it was in? 22. 
So and that's I, what room you were in? I was in room 20 freaking two. And I, I thought Rena was messing with me because I came home from the perf after the first perf and all my stuff was moved. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, ha, ha, ha. And I went downstairs to the bar and I come back and my stuff was put back where it was. And I'm like, I'm getting out of here. So I went to the front desk and made them <laughs> give me a different room because I ain't sleeping with no ghosts. So they moved me to the uh, the new side of the Santa Maria Inn. So uh, that's that's true, though. Yep. It's haunted. Mm-hmm. And uh, once I got on the other side, you know, I was fine. But I don't, man, I just don't do good with ghosts. Me neither. Yeah, I'm kind of actually. I thought you were going to talk about the huge stampede and the bathing beauty. Oh, we've already told that gosh, story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh we've talked about that. Yeah, that's we, another uh, f- one of my favorite sealed youth stand. Yeah, that's that's <clears throat> a that's a rite of passage. The my first year, I got to do Nephi <laughs> a few times, and that was mind blowing. Yes, like you sit in the park, and the parents are like just right there, and here's their sixteen year old daughter in this bikini, and it's the most awkward feeling in the yes. me and. Uh, Hargo and uh, oh the other bullfighter he's awesome I love him I miss Louis him. Jones Louis. Louis, Louis Louis Jones and his wife were yeah. <laughs> judging well, so I was like everybody under eighteen got an automatic five I'm like nope I don't want to see you in the next round again because I can feel creepy looking at you well when I did it I only had one eye to judge out of because the night before <laughs> yeah you took a beer Reno can was there the they shot me in the face with an empty beer can out of a t-shirt, t-shirt yeah. cannon and it swelled my eye shut. So there I am the next morning judging the bikini contest with my right eye swollen shut with my Compton hat on with a real screen video t-shirt. And And your driver who broke his neck in the high Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. My driver broke his neck, and I'm like, your neck's not broke. And he's like, yeah, it is. So he finds somebody on the committee to take him to the hospital. And sure enough, broken neck. Oops. Oopsie. Well, we we got a production meeting in a few minutes, but... uh, Reno, we got a lot more. We'll have you on again. Yeah, but we just we appreciate fun. you to coming on and spending an hour with our dumbasses. But we've got a big afternoon here in Sykes, Missouri. Uh, there is a battle of water coming. Um, they do water balloon fights here, but they go extreme. So we have literally have a plan to get these dumb bastards, and we're going to get them. It's and been, then it's going on right now. You feel? Uh, I can. Yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah, I just hope my rental truck's okay. But. Uh, well, are you going to cry like you did when you broke your leg? Yes, I will. <laughs> I will. It will cost more for this truck than it would my leg. Uh, but then we have <clears throat> the reefer party, and mm-hmm. not the reefer you're thinking. It actually yeah. a refrigerated van trailer, a reefer. That's at three. That's at three, and um, so I'm, I'm I'm excited to take Reno over there to see. You know, it's just the it's it's Sykeston, baby. So it's uh, my season's wrapping up here. Uh, second week in August, I've got <laughs> Guymon, Oklahoma, and. In uh, Abilene, Texas, hey, maybe Belleville. That's it. At least you had a season. You're right. I'm very blessed to have it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't bitch about it to you. I feel kind of like a dick now. But. Quit whining and crying like the time when you broke your leg. Uh, but you know what's great about this committee I was thinking about this morning? This this committee right here, and I've known them for years uh, through the art conferences and all that stuff, and Matt and everybody else. But I've always wanted to come out here because Matt's always invited me out here. And the only reason that I really wanted to come out, because I wanted to figure out what they do here is, is amazing and that you don't see anywhere else, at least in the Western United States. Service clubs are dying because these millennials do not think, you know, never want to give back. But God, you look at this committee and how young it is. I mean, you have to be under 40 to be on a JC. I think, or something like that. And they all work their asses off. They party, but they get up more. They get up like more. The, there's a, the, some of the couple of the plugs that weren't working. And it called Eastwood, who parties the hardest, and he was over here the next morning yeah. putting in a thirty amp plug. Yeah. It's um, it it is a special place. It really yeah. is, and they're organized. I, I would I would love to have you sit with Travis or sometime, and see like the breakdown of their numbers mm-hmm. and how they do everything. Yeah. They have, they have so many people that love. They have competitions. Their bars yeah. have competitions, yeah. and I think one bar did like eighteen grand last night, and that was like. Uh, that was just one of them. There's four. I was gonna say they did more than eighteen grand last night. Just no, no. It was just okay, one, yeah. one. Yeah. Beer, Rita was little in for a thousand. So, um, and they have novelties, and then you go see. Uh, this is, it's a special place, yeah. and, and uh, it's 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 pretty cool. They they, the governor was here last night, so they've had good support from their government. Unlike Nebraska, North Platte, uh, my condolences to that committee that worked yeah, their ass off and then horrible. got completely kicked in the balls. Mm-hmm. They had one performance, and then they came in and says no more people, and that's that's a heartbreaker, and I, I feel for them. That that yeah, sucks. That sucks. That really sucks. And and shame on you, Nebraska. 
Shame on you and your shitty football team. There it is. Cornhuskers. And then the one thing I did want to bring up before we close. You know how Rump always says, man, I just wish I could partied with the crew. You know, a monthly crew. Like, I wish I could have been back in that day. I flew from Marysville, California <laughs> out to Sykeston, Missouri for his 40th birthday. And Not guess an who was in to bed to. before Cody Johnson even hit the first tune? JR. Just I, remember that. I overdid it during the day. So... <clears throat> Wake up, like five, a rock star, yeah. wake up at five, remember nothing. <laughs> God, that's kind of what I've been doing right. the last few days. So. All right, uh, we better go. Hey, thank you, Reno yeah. Rosser, the man, the myth, the ledge. All right, y'all, that wraps up another episode. Thanks, remember, everybody. Gold Buckle Beer, spitzy.com. Check it out for all your uh, marketing needs. Um, yeah, who else? Boyd Gaming. Boyd Gaming. Beer. Maybe. Did I say Gold Buckle? Anyway, rumpchat.com for merch. We're reordering, so if you order, going to take a few weeks. And every well, every penny you spend with Rump Chat, me and Hambone get it. Thank you. Fall short, I just wanna be a baller with my own ball court. California hustling. California hustler. California hustler.